0: I think people get hung up sometimes too before they actually feel comfortable starting to put the message out there is is that it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be perfectly you.
1: You're listening to the Build a Vibrant Culture podcast with professional speaker, coach, and consultant, Nicole Greer. Welcome everybody to the Build a Vibrant Culture podcast. My name is Nicole Greer and they call me the Vibrant Coach and I am so excited about this episode. Today we have Chelly Phillips. Chelly Phillips is a sweet tea sipping sassy southerner who knows an irresistible brand is what you need whether you're looking to land the perfect job or attract the most talented employees. She's a coach, a corporate trainer, and a motivational speaker as well as an author of two books, When in Doubt, Delete It, and get noticed, get hired, plus one in the works about creating a value-based culture, hello, in the workplace. She's got over 25 years of award-winning communication and public relations experience. Her successfully ever after formula is designed to make you irresistible in the workforce. Whether you're looking to land an ideal career, perfectly matched to your skill set so work feels more like a get to than a got to, or you want to create a culture where employees thrive. She'll show you how personal branding sets you up for success. We are so lucky and blessed. We've got Shelly on the show. Welcome to the Build a Vibrant Culture podcast.
0: Thanks so much. I'm just excited to be here today.
1: Yeah, we are delighted to have you here. And as my listeners know, I am collecting definitions of leadership. I haven't dialed in what the exact thing is yet. I'm collecting them. So what's your definition of leadership?
0: So I think great leadership or the definition of great leadership is all about relationship building. I think it's people who stop and take the time to listen and learn about the people that are surrounding them and then being able to kind of dissect that so that you can really utilize the skills and the talents that people have in a way that makes them most effective, which in turn makes you more effective, which leads to everybody being able to experience the success that they want.
1: Yeah, absolutely, I couldn't agree more. Um, I think it's all about the relationship building. And you know, it's that old thing, we've heard it before, she's saying it again, everybody, you know, surround yourself with people that compliment you, that have got skill sets that you don't have, that can can kind of round the whole thing out. Well, you know, the leaders that are listening today, I think they want to do both things that you're talking about. They they want, you know, to get noticed and they want to work on their own career, but they also want to develop the people they're in charge of. So um, you've got kind of a, a really strong opinion about personal brand. Will you kind of share with us what what a personal brand is and why you think this
0: is something that everybody listening should definitely focus on? Absolutely. I think personal brand isn't an option anymore. It's actually a leadership requirement. And I, I, you know, I think that because we're talking about like everything is about relationships and growing those connections. And if you're not solid on your brand, who you are, what the messages that you're putting out, what you're showing the world so that you're developing that trust for people to actually understand what I'm coming to you with and what I'm trying to achieve, then you're not doing anyone else any services, nor are you going to attract the right people to you for the opportunities to show up or for the people maybe that you need in the business setting to be, you know, your best advocates for you as well. And I really think um, it's really interesting. I was doing some research not too long ago. Forbes put out a study. Um, They shared some survey results that say less than 15% of people have truly defined their brand. But if you ask them, 70% of professionals say they have. And so when people really look at it, a lot of times when they think personal branding, they almost think self-promotion. And personal branding is so much deeper and so much more than that. And I really want to try to get people to start switching and thinking about personal branding as your commitment to advance and serve others. So what message are you putting out there that can help move others along toward their vision of success?
1: Yeah. And so I would call that delusion. Would you not call that delusion? I mean, here's the truth about all of us is we have like a big fat blind spot. So where 15% of us are saying we've done this work and and you said 70% 70 say they've done it, but only 15% have. Is that what you said? Absolutely. mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, you know, we've got to kind of remove the blind spot. Right. And um, I don't know what you think about this, Shelly, but I would love to hear your opinion. I've been playing around with this idea with leaders for a while that they need to have a philosophy. You know, there's leadership, but then you you have like your own philosophy around it, which means these are my beliefs, about what's effective, how I'm going to carry myself, how I want my team to roll—that kind of thing. Um, so, wh- how do you think a personal philosophy and like a brand, where do, where do they mix or where do they come together? I, I, I'm curious if you've thought about that. I bet you have, knowing you.
0: I think you know where that really comes together is because leaders are also accountable, and part yes. of having a good brand gives you that other level of accountability because it's allowing you to define yourself and you want to design what your message is. And then it's going to be important that you live that message that you're putting out there. So mm-hmm. if you have developed that philosophy, then it makes it so much easier for you to decide, oh, this is content I should be sharing. This is information I should be providing. This is how I can assist somebody else on the journey, how I can keep others from making the same mistakes I made along the way. And, you know, I, I think it really is it allows us to live more authentically. And just as us being authentic with who we are and what matters to us and what issues that we care about, it's it's the same as that when you develop that philosophy for your leadership style or life in general, is that you have now decided this is what's important to me and this is something I'm gonna hold myself accountable to and how I want others to perceive me and, and I'm gonna show up in life. Mm,
1: Yeah. So the philosophy is within the brand, like I got to get it written down, figured out so I can go out and live it is what I basically heard you say. That's fantastic. Okay. so, you know, I've I had this stint uh, in back in the way back as the marketing director for a beautiful property management organization. And so we had a brand and uh, the brand involved kind of like the physical appearance Um, the messaging the living out of core values um, a whole cadre of things so how do I sit down and start getting this work done so I don't live in delusion thinking I've got it figured out when I really don't How, how do I how do
0: I get started I mean well you know that's really a great place to start is you know personal branding for you as a person is no different than branding for a campaign or a product or whatever. The same steps and the same things that you're going to do really apply. And that was kind of when the light went off for me. And, you know, I've spent years in public relations and PR and marketing. And I was like, oh, we should be doing this for ourselves because we're our biggest assets. And if we're not promoting ourselves and we're not putting ourselves out there, then who's going to do it for us? You know and so we need to really showcase who we are and what we bring to the table but you know to me i think one of the best ways to get started in building your brand is first think about who you want to speak to mm-hmm. who are the people that matter to you who is the audience that you want to bring to you who can be who can you benefit the most with your messages and and what are you doing and who's going to be impacted by what you share the next thing I think you should do is like if you're struggling along the way, I, I, I had someone tell me that they spent some time and they, they made a list of the five things that someone should expect to experience if they had a personal or professional relationship with them if they experience these things then i know it's going to be a successful relationship so what does that look like uh, you know if you really start thinking about you know that gets really intentional really fast like i want people to mm-hmm. think of me in a certain light and you know and it's not personal branding is not just what they find online Your personal brand carries over into the emails that you send, your in-person meetings, the phone calls that you have, and then, of course, your social interaction as well. And then I think people get hung up sometimes, too, before they actually feel comfortable starting to put the message out there is, is that it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be perfectly you because people connect with people and we all have flaws and we all you know there's all things. you know some days we're going to show up with high energy and some days quite so you know not so much but i think as long as you're true to yourself people are very forgiving too as long as they know this is the real you showing up you don't have to worry about it being perfect every time just that it stays on message and that it is on targets And then finally, I'd say my big question for people when they're getting ready to start building their brand and doing some of that reflection and thinking about it is if you ask yourself 10 years from now, what do you want to have contributed to the world? I mean, I think that's so impactful because that totally positions you for how you want the narrative to go. I wanna share topic, information, ideas, thoughts that drive towards this reality. And you know, if you get very clear on that, then it, it makes you coming up with the content you wanna talk to, talk about, share so much easier. Oh my gosh,
1: I love it. All right, so everybody, she just downloaded some major goodies. So I don't want anybody to miss the major goodies. Um, first of all, she said in your personal branding, um, I'm gonna say it like we said it in when you and I were both back in the day in the marketing director position, is like, you gotta figure out your target market. Right. Um, and so the target market now, if, if I'm if I'm working inside of the company and I'm like a, a leader, a supervisor, a manager, a VP, something like that, which are the people that are listening to this podcast, um, who would you say their target market is? Is it the
0: stakeholders within the business? Is that is that who their target market is? So it could be a couple, you know, sometimes we market to different groups. So if you're inside an organization, if you're leading a team right now, of course, part of your market is going to be the members of your team, because you want them to know how you're going to show up every day, what matters to you, that they can expect this kind of behavior, this kind of value system, all of this from you as their leader. But then you're also wanting to position yourself for that next step. So if you're not the head leader, and you're there's places for you to move up, then you're going to want to market to that next step or even higher up. So what are some of the things that you want to emulate and you want to be seen that I have greater skills that can still be tapped in and still be utilized? And then even in a bigger arena, you know, if you're not sure you're going to stay at this organization, you want to talk to people in your industry. And, you know, show up as a thought leader, show up as someone that I have great ideas and content and, you know, I have experience here that I can share and that, you know, and show it in a way that it can be used cross platform. And how that you can, you know, that how you've adapted, how you've handled situation, how you've achieved things, how you've motivated your team to make achievements, because we all want people that can help motivate others to succeed as well. And if you're sharing those kind of skills and those kind of things, then it's going to reach a brighter audience that will help you as you transition into the next stages of your career.
1: Okay, awesome. So there's three target markets. There's the the people out in the industry that you're in. So like earlier, I said back in the day, I was in the apartment management business. And so we would go to the Charlotte Apartment Association meetings. And then when I moved to Florida, it was the Tampa Apartment Association meetings. It was the National Apartment Association meetings. Uh, many of the people I know that listen to the podcast, Kelly, uh, are human resource folks. I have a lot of human resource friends. Uh, so I dabble in that area with them. And so you got to go to to the SHRM events, right? The Society of Human Resource Management show up. And um, what? I, here's what I have learned in my career. And, and Shelly, I'm curious about your opinion. But um, I also, not only did I go to those meetings, but like if I got like on a little committee and stayed on it for like three or four years, because after the first year, like your repeat, 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 rinse, recycle, repeat, you know, you do the same activities on that little committee. You start making like really good buddies. And then everybody's like, oh, call Nicole. She's your gal, you know, cause you've, you've, you've targeted this market. And um, this is what you said, everybody. This is what she said. Um, you're going to show up. You're going to show off your skills. You're going to show up as the thought leader. Oh, so good. So what do you think? Is that, is that the right way to do
0: it? It absolutely is because you know, like I said earlier, your personal brand just doesn't reside online. It's how you show up face to face with people. It's Mm -hmm. what you want to be known for. So if you show up as the personal that you know, the person that's gonna share ideas, that's gonna collaborate, that's gonna bring teams together, that's you know actually follows through with what they commit to do i mean mm-hmm. you know that makes you uh, you know the most valuable resource and people are going to want to help you and they want you to see you succeed so if they have ways to connect you or opportunities that they can share with you or you know put you in contact with other people that you know might help you later down the line you know it, it you know personal branding is really you know what would people say about you if you're not sitting in the room it's like reputation management and it's just getting ahead of the game.
1: Yeah, okay. So everybody write that down. I love that reputation management. I'm typing it in right now as she said it. I think that's a great way to think about it. Yeah, and so um, that, that thing about what would people say when you're not in the room. So I, just a quick story. When when I went through my coaching training, it was like 16 weeks long and we went twice to Phoenix. We we're on the Zooming and before Zoom was a thing, we were, what were we doing? We were skyping or something. Anyway, back in the day, it was back (laughs) in the day. Anyway, so they at the at the closing of our coaching uh, thing, uh, coaching certificate process, uh, the master coach had everybody write down on a piece of paper one word that described all the people in our class, and uh, when I got my words back, I had four people say the word vibrant. And that's where vibrant coaching came from. I mean, it's huge stuff. And so I've been vibrant ever since because they said that's what Nicole is. Yeah, so I think personal brand is absolutely huge. Okay, so it's not optional. Everybody has to do it. You can't be delusional any longer. You got to figure out your philosophy. You got to figure out your target market. And then you said this thing about five things someone should expect to experience.
0: Um, So how do you suggest they figure that out? If you don't know ask five people. Ask them to describe what their relationship is with you. What do they think of when they think of you? What are like, like you said, what were the words that they associate with you? What's my personality? Um, You know, like, what are like, if you think of me in the professional world, what skills do you think I, I emulate? Or what skills do you think I excel at that? I need to make sure that I'm making sure that people know that I do these things, you know, and sometimes you know, I, I say get a variety of people to ask this to that, you know, like not necessarily your best friends. You know, maybe ask someone right. you're in church with, maybe ask, you know, someone that you're not in day-to-day working situations with, that maybe just know your reputation across the office, so that you can kind of get a, a, a wide variety and see, is there consistency there or am I showing up different for different people and different groups in my life? And now there'll naturally be some of that because like how I interact with my close circle of friends is going to be different than how I show up at work every day. But everybody should expect me to be honest. They should expect me to be truthful. They should expect me to do what I say I'm going to do. So there's going to be consistencies across the board, whether they know your inner self and all your secrets and where the skeletons are buried and all that kind of stuff. Or if they just know you from a work situation and, and some team collaboration and that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. And so um, I'm going to dial that in. So a couple of things she said is we do need to do some self-assessment. So many of my listeners know, and I'll share with you, Tilly, that I have a coaching methodology I put together. And the first thing that I teach people to do is you like got to turn the mirror inward. You know, like, what's up with me? And that's kind of what we're talking about is the self-assessment piece. And she's talking about, like, what are the character traits, honesty, et cetera, you know, diligence, hardworking, whatever, um, that you demonstrate, and then you could go ahead and own them. And then also, she mentioned earlier personality, which I think is huge, right? So those are two things that help you identify your personal brand. Okay, so we've asked our five friends we know we have three target markets we have the people we manage the uh, industry that we're in we're going to network out there and then the people above us we're we're working to target them so they can notice how great we are um, and move us up what what else do we need to do to dial in this personal branding and put it to work for us
0: the the other thing you just made me think of something that i forgot to yeah. say and that oh, is good. Th- there's probably a fourth Group of people that you should market to. And that's the people coming behind you. Like, how can you mentor? How can you help develop? How can you share? information that helps them get farther along than you were when you're at the position that you are now. You know, like if you're thinking about what do I wish I had known, you know, when I first started working in this industry or what do I wish I had, what do I wish my supervisors had taught me or 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 coached me or those kind of things, like you can be very impactful to the next generation of the workforce that's coming through as well. And we know how important that is in in the success of teams is being able to coach others and, and that kind of thing. And if you can share some of that ahead of time, just think about how helpful and how how you're well-positioning somebody to enter into the workforce, maybe further ahead than you were, and how much easier it's going to be for them to make the steps and make the connections and know what to do along the way. Mm. And I'm going to tell you, I
1: think the world needs some mentors. Like, just imagine if part of your personal brand is that you are seen as like this rare animal called a mentor. (laughs) I mean, that would be f- fantastic for your career. And, and, you know, I think, too, Shelley, so when you go out and you look at the organizations that you're working with, I don't know. I mean, so many of our managers and leaders are like working managers. There's like, oh, my gosh, you want me to develop people, too? But like, you know, it's a very worthwhile cause. How, how do you, How have you seen people work that into what they're doing?
0: So when I, when I do some of my corporate training, one of the things I work with the leadership on is how important it is to help their employees begin developing their own personal brands. Not only does yeah. it empower them by helping them, you know, showcase their own skills and, and their own achievements and, you know, but how, how great is it for a company to to say, we recognize the value you bring to the table. I mean, you're automatically increasing your engagement that you have in the workplace at that point in time. And that's what we all want is to show up at some place that we feel like we're valued and that we're contributing. And there's a study that shows that when when people leave an organization, you know, a lot of times they don't leave just, you know, for a dollar amount. If you ask them, they left because they never felt like anybody thought they contributed to the success of the organization. And so if you can start encouraging your own employees to build their own brands and you can begin showcasing them in what you're doing, it's a win-win for both of you. And, you know, even, even more important than that is that for the brand itself, the company, let's talk about the company for a minute, is when a company shares out information, you know, it gets so, so reach people, people this day are so skeptical of what they see online. And like, is this really true? Is this kind of the workplace I want to be at or whatever. But if I share it out as a person to my friend group, to my contacts that I have, um, the research shows that the message has over 500% greater reach. And Mm. that those shares get eight times more engagements than what are put out on the official branded channels of companies and things like that. So I think one thing, like we were talking about with the HR side of it, is that when you can include that personal branding training inside the organization, not only does it allow you to realize, oh, maybe they have some skills that we haven't tapped into yet. And that you can identify some, you know, maybe rising stars inside your organization that you might not have utilized to the best of their abilities. Maybe you or putting them now into some collaborative efforts where some different skills are showing, or you're hearing feedback from other people on, hey, this person is a great motivator. Hey, this person shows up and goes the extra mile all the time. And when you're highlighting these team achievements, not only is it a win for the organization, but it's a win for the person because they feel recognized and they feel valued.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um I've got a couple of resources, folks, that are listening. So, you know, I, I think sometimes um, you know, we're here in the South, right, Shelly. And so with the, our mamas and grandmamas and our papas and all our people down here in North Carolina, Georgia, they told us to be humble. Okay. <laughs> and and so I don't know if any of y'all are thinking like, gosh, this is like shameless self-promotion. Um, well there's a couple of places when you need to promote yourself. And one is in the workplace, one is in your career, right? Um, and so you, you've you got to have the right, um, right kind of humility. And like, there's this false humility, like, I'm, I don't have a lot to offer. It's nothing, you know, you downsize yourself. And then there's this other kind of humility. that's like, oh my gosh, I was given all these talents and skills and I better put them to work because that's why I'm on the planet, you know? And so I humble myself and I give my, my skills to the world. So I've got a list of skills that helps people kind of take an inventory. and I've got a character trait list that helps people. I'm wondering um what other resources could help people kind of take ownership of their awesomeness, their vibrantness? Uh, what do you what 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 do you think is a good way for people to figure out how they're so awesome?
0: I couldn't agree more with what you said. In fact, you know, that I, I was sitting here thinking, I said I can hear my mama right now saying it's not nice to be talking about yourself, you know. That's and, right. That's right. And don't be <laughs> I mean, too
1: big, too big for your britches. That's the one I got.
0: Absolutely. But I really think <laughs> when you start looking at self-promotion in branding, and but you start looking at it as I'm delivering value and right. I'm being able to share impact and help somebody else with the um the lessons that I've learned. Or, you know, so much of of branding is recognizing others and what they've done and being able to show gratitude for the people that are in your life. And maybe someone opened a door for you and that's part of your branding is that you're recognizing I learned X, Y, Z from this person and now I'm able to do this with it. So I think a lot of it is is how you position it in your mind is Mm -hmm. you've got to look at it as not being boastful. But giving praise to the people that have helped you get where you are, you know, like you think about all those teachers throughout life that you've had. And I don't mean just teachers in education. I mean, teachers in work and life and everything else that you've had Mm -hmm. that have shared their time and experience with you. And think about it as I can't sit down with everybody and share what I know. So maybe I can put it on my profile and I can share bits and pieces. And it's really no different if I was having coffee with somebody, we were talking about, well, what did you learn and how can it help me? it doesn't feel boastful if it's a one-on-one conversation somebody's asking for my input i'm able to help it so you got to kind of think of your social platform as that one-on-one coffee talk and that's why i think it's really important we talked about you know deciding who you want to talk to and who your audience is if you're very clear about my message isn't for the world it's for people like this and you start thinking of who that is think of somebody in your life that falls into that group And then you're having a one-on-one conversation, just like I'm having with you today. It's not boastful. It's, it's I'm literally sharing from my heart on what's important and how to do that. And then the other thing that I think when you start doing it, and I think it's even more important for female leaders, because I think we kind of struggle is that if you become very strategic with your um, personal branding, it can help you reduce that feeling of imposter syndrome that, you know, maybe i'm not good enough or maybe i don't have all the skills that i need because if you get really clear on what your concerns on what your issues on and you're sharing your message and you're sharing your learns it gives you a lot of confidence and you're going to show up with that confidence in life because you're showing up as the person that you are uniquely you and it's very genuine and it's all authentic to you and you're positioning it in a way that these are the things that matter to me and I want to share how I got to this point with you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love what you're saying. And and here and here's the thing: if if you don't know what your blind spot is, or you know you could improve, or if you know at the end of your day you think today didn't go the way I wanted it to go with my team, you know it's really important. And dare I say this, listeners, is you could hire somebody um, like Chelly or Nicole Greer to have that conversation with so that we could help you kind of figure out where are the areas that you could improve um, so that your personal brand um, can shine through and you can get clear. Sometimes we need a confidant to talk through these things with that aren't gonna think that, you know, I'm working on my personal brand. Okay, well, you can't do that with the average bear usually. You usually need somebody who understands the concept and understands, you know, what you're trying to do here, right? So uh, it could help you also get like a, a skills list to, to get like, I'm um, you know, because a lot of managers and leaders have been promoted, dare I say this, because they're like subject matter experts. They know the industry, they know the stuff, but now they're like, oh, now I have to communicate, have emotional intelligence, you know, all these different things. So they
0: need some help rounding that out. What were you going to say? Uh, I was going to say, you know, sometimes having that that person that is not connected to you on a day-to-day basis, like a coach that right. we're talking about, they can see things from a different, you know, that, that airplane view that maybe you're not seeing because you're so close to it. And, you know, when you're talking through things, maybe they see themes or they see things that you keep bringing up. That evidently is important to you because you keep mentioning them, you keep rehashing them, but you haven't yet recognized that this is something that I need to work into this, but, you know, it's there in the peripheral and it's showing up, but you haven't necessarily focused on it. And so having that extra set of eyes and ears and that person that you can unload on is sometimes very, very valuable in that step.
1: That's right. That's right. Yeah. And so let's let's circle back to this thing, the imposter syndrome, because, buddy, it is out there. It is alive and well. We thought COVID-19 was a problem. OMG, the imposter syndrome is is all right up there in the highly transmittable disease category. Um, You know, and again, it's this part where people like don't think they have the stuff. So, again, you got to do that self-assessment. You know, what are my skills? What are my character traits? What do people say about me? So, so how, how have you helped people get over or get past or address their imposter syndrome situation?
0: It's big. You know, so sometimes it takes that outside person like we were talking about to, to say, have you heard this about yourself? Have you seen this about yourself? Like you have this, this, and this going on for you. Now tell me why you're not recognizing it. You know, sometimes it takes somebody being really real with you and going, okay yep that's true that is me in a nutshell you know um and then uh, you know a lot of it like is just having that confidence and saying it more and more frequently that you know i'm going to show up and i'm going to serve others and that if you look at it as i'm serving others with this information that i'm providing or i'm serving others by using these skills that i have it becomes less icky you know, I, I think personal branding right. kind of gets its um kind of has a negative reputation because people uh, almost associate personal branding with like the influencers that they see on Instagram or whatever now. But personal branding right. doesn't have to be yucky and you know it can really be something that allows you to have greater impact and and it's very and if it's authentic to you and you're showing up and it should be something that you feel comfortable it should be like you're you're in your own skin and that you're just being joyous about it. And I think that's the other thing is that when you really do add, you know, like add your voice and you become very intentional about the messaging that puts it out, it lets you live in joy. Because what you're doing in your work life and what you're doing in your personal life you're exhibiting the same values and the same missions that mean something to you. So it allows you to live very authentically. There's not a, disjoint between how I show up in one place and how I show up in another. And I think it's incredibly important that we add more joy to our life. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I want to you know, I want to remain true to myself. And when I can show up that way every day, being transparent about who I am, being honest about it, you know, being very authentic. And like I said, to begin with, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be perfectly you. And, you know, when we can embrace that, you know, then that helps us move that one step closer to getting past that imposter syndrome. You know, and if you're if you for like me, I leave little notes for myself all over the place. I write things on my mirror like, OK, you need to remember this. You need to think about this this week or you need to do those kind of things, whatever it takes. Sometimes just seeing it over and over really makes us start to believe it and we can show up and embrace it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm um, I'm curious if you if you've ever heard of um, there's another author. Um, and, um, and don't forget everybody. It's about books. So please go buy Chelly's books. They're on her website. They're on the Amazon. I checked them out. Um, so so here's the thing. We have to, if you lead, you have to read. Okay, so here's the book. You've heard it before, people, if you've looked at other things, but you got to get this book called The Path by Lori Beth Jones. And so I have her document. If you want it, just email me, Nicole, at Vibrant Coaching. But uh, it challenged me. In 2007, in the way back to put together my, and you just said this word, so it always triggers it when I hear it. I'm like, oh, okay, everybody has to do this. And so I'm shooting all over everybody right now and I'm, I'm aware of it. So, um, So you have to have a mission statement Like, what are you doing here? And so when I did mine, I mean, when I tell this to people, I'm going to, you know, people are like, whoa. And I'm like, well, it took me a long time to get this figured out, but like, I got it nailed now, but it took me about six or seven years to get it straight. But Nicole Greer is on a mission to energize, impact, and influence people to lead a more vibrant life through considering what is possible and the strategies to make it possible. That's what I do. OK, so I I make a podcast so people can live more vibrant life and build a vibrant culture and like get a personal brand. And so, wow, it's so powerful. And I've shared that with like audiences and people are like, whoa, and and that's what you're saying, right? It's
0: like get a whoa statement. And then Absolutely. believe it. But, yeah, yeah you know, I, I call it my personal branding statement. It's the same thing as a mission okay. statement, you know, um, and so, you know, like, especially like, so when I'm coaching people like you're, that are like thinking career transitions and different things like that, it's their impact statement. Like, how am I showing up? Who am I going to impact? Like, what skills am I bringing to the table? You know, and me, mm-hmm. I help pe- people help people create irresistible brands so they achieve their version of success. And so whether that's Woo, in say it again, or in that was life, really fast. <laughs> I Say
1: it again. People, it was really
0: good. I help people create their irresistible brand that allows them to succeed in life and work.
1: Y'all hear that? Do you hear these two ladies with these mission statements? Imagine if you sat your fanny in a chair and you got this written down and then you started living it. That is what I call living a vibrant life. And that's what she calls. Tell me the name of your book again about can I just get hired? That one, it would be, you know, and here's the thing on your resume you could put whatever your personal brand instead of that silly objective. I don't know what you suggest to people. Yes, I totally fell out. To get rid
0: of the objective, put your branding <laughs> statement on there. Like no, you know, like, you know, nobody cares. I mean, like if you're in the interview, people already know you've got the skills or they wouldn't have brought you into the interview. in the That's Exactly. The so I want to know who am I going to be sharing a cubicle with? Who am I going to be sitting across the table from? Put some personality yes. in it. Show me what you're bringing to the table and why I want you to be there with me.
1: Right. 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 Yeah. And I think it was the one, I love the title, when, in, when doubt, in doubt, delete it. Yeah. So like if you get a mission statement, the doubt goes away. You're like, no, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm about. Right. Okay. That's fantastic. All right. Absolutely. Well, I have had such a great time talking to you. Um, so I, I know there's a listener going, wait,
0: one more nugget from jelly. One more nugget. So do you have one final nugget you would share with us? So i guess to say like you know we, i'll go back to the first point where it says like only 15 percent of people have truly done the work to define their brand and yeah. you know there's that what is it the proverb that says when's the best time to plant the tree it was yesterday but today is still pretty good too so All i would right. say today is the day that you need to start doing that and start defining who I wanna be known for and how I wanna show up. And I think it's even more important today because if you think about how we've lived the last two years, we've kind of been hermits. You know, we haven't had our meetings. We haven't had interaction. Everybody's been talking heads on Zooms for the last couple of years. So what more of a perfect time when the world is re-engaging for you to start engaging with others in a way that is authentically you. You know, the conferences are back. We're back in person again, doing things. So now's the time to show up and get noticed.
1: That's right. That's right. And so um, she said it twice. And I'm going to say this. Don't forget what she said. This is the best thing she said. Uh, you don't have to be perfect. You just have to be perfectly you. Like you should make t-shirts. Okay. So <laughs> check her website. She's going to get t-shirts made. And so here's her website. So I'm going to spell it. It'll be in the show notes, but it's www.shellyphillips.com And it's C-H-E-L-L-I-E-P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S. It's in the show notes. Just click and go and you'll go right there. She's also on LinkedIn. Of course, you can find her there. She's on Facebook and of course, on the Twitter. All right. It's been so great to have you on the Build a Vibrant Culture podcast. Thank you for helping my people get a personal brand so they can show
0: up and shine. I'm grateful. Thanks so much. I've enjoyed it today.